Welcome to EY Access with your host, Eric Young. Hello, everybody. This is Eric Young. I'm President and Creative Director of EY Studios. Welcome to another episode of EY Access. I'm joined here by Sean, Lindsay, and Tara. How's it going, everybody? Going great. Great. So we're talking about discounting today. Who loves a discount? Me. I do. Okay. Lindsay? Yes, sir. Who doesn't enjoy a discount? Right. Everybody likes discounts. And, you know, we're sitting here recording this at the very beginning of November. Later this month is what? Black Friday, Black Cyber Friday. Monday. Yeah, so the uh, holiday season of discounting will soon be upon us if it's not already. Are you seeing Christmas stuff all over the stores? Starting to. Yeah. Hobby Lobby's had it since August. Really? Yes. <laughs> August. And uh, so I just get used to Halloween. Halloween goes away and they hit you with Christmas. I'm ready right to away. start the Christmas carols around the office. Yeah. But I'm getting vetoed on that. So. Well, just kind of hum. You okay. know, just a, a nice hum of the carols will be fine. No, we won't, we won't quelch the holiday spirit, right. Sean. But um, I want to talk about how discounting affects an online brand. And I really think that every single... Uh, store owner needs to ask themselves that if I discount uh, such and such a product or if I continually offer discounts how does that affect uh, my brand so Sean let me go to you you see a lot of different stores you obviously uh, help them with their various merchandising campaigns you see a lot of discounts uh, in the graphics that we produce here at EY Studios would you say that the majority of stores that you come across are discount heavy? Would you say it's half and half? Like how, how would you rate it? Um, I would think the ones that we deal with, some more of like the, the mid-market, is probably more half and half. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely picks up around holidays when you're, you're kind of trained to see different discounts and sales out there mm-hmm. um, and react to those. Um, but I actually... You know, I get quite a few newsletters from some of the bigger brands out there mm-hmm. um, through my email all the time, and it kind of shocks me how many just like send discount after discounts. Right. Like it almost trains me to the point where it's like I don't even react to them anymore because I know mm-hmm. if I just wait a couple of weeks, I'm going to get the same discount again. So I think there's definitely um, a real danger in over discounting mm-hmm. too many times. Um, and that can kind of hurt the reaction and the effectiveness of discounting store. You just kind of offer a, a product that now is has lesser value in the eyes of your consumers. Right. Now, that's a great point. I like how you phrase that in terms of training the consumer with those discounts. Now, earlier, Lindsay, you were talking to me about, was it art.com that mm-hmm. you shopped with, right? Yeah. And all posters. I think it's the same company, it's, I think right? It's, it's, yeah, I think it's the same. But they do this same thing that Sean's talking about. I mean, you know, I subscribe to their newsletters, both of them, and every other day it's, save 45% on this huge sale. Well, two days later it's 40%, or, you know, a week later 45% is back. And so, you know, on the off days, you know, you, like, he's, like Sean said, you're trained to not shop during that point, right? Wait for the big sale. Is that kind of been your experience? What? I think so. And I think the other thing about it is that it creates kind of a urgency in the con- or in the company because they think that they're not getting enough sales mm-hmm. with their sales. So we've pushed the day, you know, we've pushed the sale one more day. Mm-hmm. I get so many emails oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, we've extended the, the deal, yeah. Yeah. And, and we went, talked about Cyber Monday it's become Cyber Week, Cyber okay. Monday week now for a lot of uh, stores. Are you seeing that, Tara? The yes, definitely. Cyber Monday yeah. week. Well, it's um, almost two weeks. They'll have the whole Black Friday week. Leading up to it. Cyber That's Monday true. Week, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So let's talk about the frequency. So doing it too often, it, like you said, we've, it trains customers to wait for the sale. We all agree with that? Yes, um, I can tell you that I will probably never shop at Macy's unless it's a one-day sale. Because I know another <laughs> one's right around the corner. Right. Um, and they, they make a big deal out of that one-day sale. Yeah, it's like uh, I've also run into different... Um, companies, I think Joseph A. Bank is one that they've always have some kind of sale going on, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm almost a fool if I ever shop there when it's full price. Kohl's yeah. is one of those. Yeah, you like, bought something full price, you're what are you doing? Right. Well, you mentioned Macy's, which historically has been uh, branded as a high-end brand, but as they do these kind of discounts, I think it diminishes their brand to a large degree. I think over the past few years. Uh, specifically, I don't know who's in charge of marketing over there, but I think the Macy's brand is taking a hit. Do you, would y'all agree with that? Is I, that? I, I think the news supports that. They've had a lot of changeover in who's in, ter- who's in charge of right? their CEO and their e-commerce sales and stuff. There's been a lot of changeover. Actually, in a lot of brands that used to be perceived as like high brands, mm-hmm. not, not quite to luxury, but like high-ended brands, there's a lot of turnover between the veterans that just go from company to company. Well, let's think about Apple. Would, would we all consider Apple to be a high-end brand? Yes. yes. You don't see a lot of huge discounts from Apple. I mean, they you know when they come out with something, you know, it's it's mostly just to announce the new watch or laptop or whatever it is. But you don't see like act now, forty percent savings don't last for out. You don't see that kind of discount strategy from Apple. Is it just because they're Apple and they can afford not to do that? What do you think on that? I think it definitely is a, a brand perception. Like if you, you don't even like Apple, right? I'm, I'm not an Apple guy. Right. I respect Apple. You respect yeah, Apple. Yeah, okay, all right. At that. Keep going. Sorry. Um, I think it's definitely a brand perception thing. It's how do you want to position yourself in the market? I don't. I think if everybody's competing on price, I mean nobody's making a profit and everybody's going to go out of business. Um, hmm. But there's definitely a reality to wanting to be the respected brand in the neighborhood, essentially. Hmm. Um, and if you're always discounting what you have, I think there's a definite um, lack of that feeling among your customers. Um, right. I know that brands that discount all the time, I'm questioning the the level of their products. Like the what, quality? What, yeah, the quality. Mm-hmm. What, what goes into their product that they could have such huge margins and always be discounting them? It definitely raises some question marks in my mind where I, I don't hold them in the same esteem as somebody that is never discounting. Well, that's, that's an interesting point. I wanted to segue into that as well. Uh, you know, my dad always taught me, Sean, that in business you have price, quality, and service. Pick two. Heard right, you, you've heard that. I mean, you can't. To me, if you offer high quality, like we've talked about, and really great service, why in the world would you go cheap? Right? So something's got to give. Now, I've actually had people argue with that. I've uh, argue with me on that. I've been to certain conventions where people will come up to me after a speech and say, no, you can do all those. Well, sure you can, but at some point you're going to be eroding your margins to where, uh, you know, I think the quality and service in particular is going to suffer. You know, you have to pay for good people, the good quality product. That that costs something, and so you've got to uh, obviously pay for it. And so what I see a lot, Sean, um, is merchants will panic. You know, they'll see sales not be where they need to be and say, let's just do a huge sale to spike interest. And the good thing about discounts is that it does clear out product. It does have a spike uh, with sales, and so it has a momentary cash flow injection. But what I see so often 
after that spike, it goes right back down and can actually uh, kind of um, increase the amount of, of law of that valley in terms of how sales are going. What do you think on that, Lindsay? I think that's really true. I think that um, I was just reading an article today about Charlotte Ruse uh, launching their new app, mm-hmm. and they talked about how to get initial interest, they offered free ground shipping if you ordered through the app. But really? Um, they realized that the number of people that downloaded the app deleted it pretty soon after they were able to get that deal. And so it became a question of how are we going to keep people engaged? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a very important point. I think that you can invite people in, but you actually are better off investing in um, customers that uh, you've already gotten before. So customer retention instead of customer acquisition is something that people really need to focus on. I actually found a statistic that said that it is five to ten, it costs five to ten times more to uh, get a new client than mm-hmm. it is to retain an existing one. Wow. And existing repeat customers are more likely to spend 67% more than a new customer. Really? And what are you seeing as factors for retention, like you're talking about? Like, what are the types of strategies? Uh, I'm seeing things like, you know, putting forth good value, mm-hmm. giving them a reason to feel loyal, giving them sort of incentives that aren't discounts. Right. Like talking about, you know, so much so much loyalty. Like we realize that you've ordered, you know, four times with us over the past month, so we're going to offer you free shipping on your next order. You know, things okay. like that. Well, you know, to me, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I think that a lot of customers, the the brands that they rally towards are typically brands that represent quality. They're not the, I mean, sure, you've got, I'm sure you have tons of fans for Big Lots or Walmart or whatever, you know, but as as far as the brands that there's really a passion uh, about, those are the brands that represent quality, true or false? What do you think? I would say true. Uh, I see a lot of I want to see kind of two frames of mind when Mm -hmm. it comes to brands. It's either you go all about quality and you just you create this customer base that really values the product that you put out there right. and I see another camp of people who just want to put these products out there sell as many as they can and the, the quality kind of suffers so mm-hmm. they're kind of counting on people coming back to buy again because the first one's either worn out or it's run its, its course um, whereas I find myself going back to people who give me quality products that I can count on and, and don't have to just dispose and, and replace. Right. Well, to me, you know, we were talking earlier about the peaks and the valleys with sales, uh, and that's a terrible way to run your business, in my opinion, where you're constantly having to, to goose it, you know, you know, and try and employ tricks in order to get the sales up higher and higher. I mean, obviously... Uh, every merchant wants to have consistency with their sales. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about strategies that merchants can employ uh, that are apart from discounting. Uh, to go back to your point, Lindsay, how to keep uh, customers engaged with the brand. Uh, so let's talk about that. What, what is, what's some initial thoughts that you have, Sean, along those lines? I guess two of, the, two of the big ones, and I think Lindsay hit on this a little bit earlier, is free shipping oftentimes is one of the most well-received things you can offer on a site, especially when you're trying to get new customers. I know we're talking mm-hmm. about how to retain people, but if they think that they can you know, shop from your site and almost have that same um, price that they would get at a brick and mortar mm-hmm. where you know they might have gotten more used to, to shopping growing up or just in mm-hmm. the past, mm-hmm. um, it, it can bring them back to your site. I think another 
So free shipping is free one. shipping is right. one. Uh, another one is a customer loyalty program. Right. Um, getting them in the pipeline. Um, as a way, maybe it's a newsletter sign up so that you're speaking specifically to them, and whether it's different offerings or promotions that you could offer specifically to them so that they feel included in kind of like this um, exclusive uh, family or you know, part of your brand. So, is that reward points, that kind of thing? I think is it could be reward points. I think sales in just that kind of setting mm-hmm. is something that can be useful because it's not something that you're offering to the general public that's just coming to your store for the first time where you've already established your brand in their mind mm-hmm. so i don't think you're as at big of risk of diminishing the value to them by offering any kind of a discount once they're already in say a loyalty program so you like the idea of, of that type of exclusivity that makes them right. feel special with that. Tara, what do you think on that? Is that a good strategy? I know that's a strategy that a few of our clients use too. Mm -hmm. They have like t-shirt clubs and things like that Mm -hmm. that definitely make people want to keep coming back to your site. There's two people that come back to your site, people who have previously bought from your site Mm -hmm. and then people who've just noticed that you update your content regularly. You know, they like what you offer, but nothing right now is necessarily ideal for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure that things you're updating, keep them coming back, keep them looking for new things. I've read recently that people that are involved with loyalty programs will spend 13% more than the average shopper. That's a pretty significant margin when you think about it. What are you seeing, Lindsay? Um, I know that I think the industry average for that tends to be somewhere around the 13 to 17% mark. Mm, even higher. Uh-huh. Um, but I know that like Amazon Prime members spent like 45% more or like a significant jump in comparison. Oh, yeah. And so I think that's what a lot of people try to aim to do is trying to kind of get the, the niche that Amazon has with its uh, customer loyalty. I got you. What are your thoughts, Sean? I was thinking, uh, actually, an example of a company, uh, obviously, they don't have an online presence, but someone that I think does customer loyalty really well mm-hmm. is Kroger. They have their, their Kroger Plus rewards card. Mm-hmm. and they have the discount. Yeah, you get right. a discount in the store almost on every single item just right. for showing that card. There's really nothing on the, the customer that they have to do in order mm-hmm. to get those rewards mm-hmm. except be a part of the program. I know personally... I find myself stopping at Kroger's more often than not because I have that card and I know that I can get a discount on the store. Mm-hmm. Um, I get better deals within the store, but I also get a discount on the gas at their, the gas station That's they have true. in the parking yeah. lot. So there's different kind of ways that they're rewarding people that, that do repeat business with them. But at mm-hmm. the same time, those rewards is what brings that repeat business back to them. Um, so I just think there's ways that you can do that within your store where you're rewarding those people that, that come back instead of just trying to get new people by offering different mm-hmm. types of discounts or rewards. Great point. Absolutely. Well, we're out of time for today. I hope you'll join us next week where we'll be talking about discounts some more. Join us for part two of Discounting on EY Access. We'll see you then.